Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is... Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 5. Pulling your own weight. Want to do your 15 second recap? I have to go first this time? (laughs) Go. Okay, so we start out with just some random camp shots. We go to a reward challenge in which... They have blow guns, uh, slingshots, and darts, and Pagong wins, and then there's some more camp life, and then there's an immunity challenge, and Pagong also wins that, and... And there you go. And Dirk goes home. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Dirk. I guess he's still there, according to my summary. <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. All right, there was an old weapons reward challenge, and then there was a canoe race between Jervis and Kelly, and Jervis won, and then Dirk went home. And there were chickens called breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I like how the chickens' names are like. <laughs> oh, they're, they'll do the, there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious who they'll eat first. They should just go in order. Yeah. So we start with kind of various looks at camp life. So over on Pagong, Gretchen's still on one about how the camp looks bad and they need to clean up, but I think she's kind of. Given her own in that endeavor. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is weird that their tribe flag is, like, on the floor. But, I mean, their camp was destroyed. So, I guess that's the least of their worries to put back up. Yeah. I feel like you'd hit a point where every little thing you have to weigh, whether it's worth the energy that it takes to do it. Mm -hmm. Especially with how how little energy they have left at this point. Right. And I don't know if, like... It was a windy and rainy night, and the flag fell over. Right. I'm not convinced that I would be like, I'm going to get up off this log I'm sitting on. I'm going to walk over. Number one priority is this flag. I'm going to lift the flag back up. For it to be knocked down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile on Toggy, Sean and Dirk are trying to fish. <laughs> They're bros. They're just chilling. They're out there for a good time. Sue's not having it. Mm-mm. She thinks it's a waste of time. I th- not just Sue either, though. Like, everyone seems pretty annoyed with them, which I I get. I also do... I mean, if you don't feel useful around camp and you think there's a chance you can catch fish, then, like... Like, what I else can, are you doing, really? You yeah, know? I can see the logic, but, I mean... Like, they, they're probably helping collect firewood. Like, they're strong guys on the tribe. Like, they probably contribute physically. Yeah, I... I think they're pulling their weight in the challenges for sure, so that probably offsets the camp life Yeah, friction a little bit, but... And, like, you don't need to be out there for several hours fishing, maybe, but you can give it a shot. Like, I don't know how Richard is so successful fishing. Yeah. And I think, I mean, people must like them reasonably well, because I feel like when people get annoyed with specific tribe members, it's like a blessing when they go out, because mm-hmm. it's like... Oh, good, they're not around. We don't have to deal with them. Right. <laughs> um, so it's a kind of a meandering compliment, almost, that people are... <laughs> they don't... Would, would rather have Dirk and Sean back at camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we kind of get to this old weapons challenge with a blowgun, a slingshot, and a spear throw. I thought it was weird that Jeff showed up and gave them an advanced description of exactly what the challenge would be like, rather right. than just... Posting his flyer. Yeah, leaving. I mean, he could still have given them weapons, but, like, why do you have to say, you're going to be shooting it from five yards away? Like, 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's challenges in the future, too, where they're allowed to practice. And yeah. they just find the thing. Right. And read the it. note and, and do the thing. Yeah. I did like that reward challenge. I did think they took their sweet time airing it, though. Like, it felt like... This episode felt so long. It kind of dragged. Yeah. And I... It was very challenge heavy, but at the same time, I felt like... Not much happened. I wasn't that intrigued. <laughs> right. Well, I was kind of annoyed because they didn't really say what happens after each round with, like, the blowgun slingshot and spear throw until you got to the spear throw and he was like, winner takes all. And I was like, okay. So, like, the first two really didn't mean much except for, like, acquiring fruit in your basket that you'd get to take home with you to camp, I guess. But you're not winning. I mean, that's a decently good reward. I guess. Like... Yeah, I don't, based on how they selected their people to do each individual challenge, I don't think that knowing uh, yeah. the mechanics probably would have changed, but I would have been stressed if I was Sue. Right. Probably not Joel. Joel seemed like he had a good handle on it, but like Sue, I don't think she would have volunteered to do the javelin toss if she probably was not. winner take all. But then at the same time, she was the best out of the tribe, so who That's else true. is going to do it? That's <laughs> true. I did give her props though. Like, she really did do well at her javelin throw. Yeah, I think the only... She didn't do bad. Joel just did it. Better. Exceptionally well, yeah. yeah. Um, so Pagong wins that, and they get all of the fruit that they got from the blowgun and slingshot challenges, plus chickens. chickens. Three chickens. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> what would you do? Would you eat the chicken or wait for it to lay eggs? I, I think I'd agree with... Um... Who was it? Colleen maybe said it. They were going to wait. Or no, Gretchen. Gretchen was like, we'll probably wait a day. And if they're not laying eggs, then you start knocking them off one by one. So I'd probably give them at least one or two days. If no eggs are appearing, they got to go. Yeah. I think probably what I would try to do is not just keep them in the crate. Like, I'm sure if there was some way to build them... An enclosure? Yeah, like just a little bit of a fence for them to run around during the day and just put them in the box at night. They mm. might have felt a little more likely stressed out. Yeah. Coming from growing up with chickens. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, it's like day 14-ish at this point too. Like they still have a good amount of time left on the island. Like you'd want to hopefully have sustaining food. So giving eggs a chance, I think, would... I agree. I also think that if I'm going to eat a chicken, I want to split it up with as few people as possible. So True. if we can delay that until some more people are gone, but obviously... Well, and this is the tribe that doesn't want to get rid of anybody. Right. I would say I would still want to eat, like actually eat the chicken rather than eat the chicken eggs. Probably before the merge. Oh yeah, definitely before the merge. I don't want to share these chickens with the other tribe. Yeah. So I guess you do have to kind of do it quicker. Maybe save one chicken for the merge. Maybe. Maybe. Like, it'll be like a good graces type thing. If it's like the one producing a lot of eggs, be like, no, we won this chicken. We're not killing it yet. Saving it for the eggs. And then hopefully that tribe sticks around and doesn't or get voted out. Or you can just eat all of them right before the merge because then you've kind of trained your stomach again to have food. larger amounts of food and then you can eat more at the merge feast. That's true. I Those like that. I think about. No, I like that. <laughs> well, yeah, because you'll get a notice of the merge and so will be like, okay, we're going to eat all our chicken before we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I like that. Let's see. So 
there's a couple of smallish things that happen. Mm. Richard catches an eel. Mm, yes. No one liked it. Oh, I mean, I... Have you ever eaten eel? No. I've had eel in, like, sushi and stuff. And I feel like even... <laughs> you'd expect that eel is probably properly prepared when it's put in sushi. Mm-hmm. And it's still a hit or miss for me. So really? the fact that, like, you think you can just, Cook I don't know, it? fry it? Yeah. Like, Well, and Richard even thought that he, like, overcooked it. Like, it was all rubbery, and you really had to tear into it. Yeah, and they were all kind of complaining about it, but I do feel like I would rather eat eel than, like, I don't know, rat. Tapioca? Or... Sue is obsessed with this tapioca. (laughs) She is. Uh, I don't... The rat didn't bother me, because it was at least, like, pretty cooked. I would still... Yeah. I would... Everything this far that they've eaten... Yeah. I would also eat. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, draw the line at rat, like, who was that? Was that Jervis and mm-hmm. Ramona? Mm-hmm. And I ended up liking it. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'd like more now, please. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we'll go get your own. I just, I feel like eel wouldn't be my first pick. True. But even if it was The cooked, stingray looked better than the eel mm-hmm. from a couple episodes ago. Even if it was cooked badly, though, like, it's food. Yeah, and it's protein. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, or, oh, then we kind of got this snippet of Greg being called out for being a leader. Mm. I wrote down a quote that he said, I may be slipping into some sort of leadership position. I'm attempting to avoid it. I don't want to be any kind of leader. It surprises me, though, because, like, Greg's one of the younger guys on the tribe. And, like, he's the most, like, aloof and, like, wacky kid. Like, it just doesn't seem like he's a leader. But I guess people like him and want to, like, always do what he wants, I guess. So Right. And I think when you look at their tribe, because of their dynamic and the type of people they are, they're more drawn drawn to him. And his very unique slash specific brand of charisma works for them. I don't find him... He's getting on my nerves more as we go. Well, the singing just, like, was not okay. Like, they were (laughs) prepping for this challenge, and then he starts singing. Like, I was like, oh, okay, like, you're just, you know, doing a little line. No, he, like, full-on got up, did his little dance, and was singing. Yeah, there's... A couple of times now with his his phone, his fake coconut phone yeah. or whatever, and that, just between those things, I'm annoyed with him. Yes. So I can't imagine all of the other things that don't get aired that he was doing on right. the island that would have pissed me off. Right. By like 16 days straight of this dude, I'd be over it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me necessarily that he goes off on his own into the forest and like wants to be this weird little isolated person, but... Then is it, like, does it end up being strategic? Because, like, then Colleen's joining him, and they're, like, this little duo now. And, like, obviously it's totally innocent between them, and, like, he's not meaning for it to be anything. He's just, like, I'm out in this forest, and she keeps joining me. But, like, then other people are considering him the leader, and it's like, oh, well, he's the leader, and now he has, like, his right-hand person. I do find that interesting, and I don't know, maybe if they were just trying to, like, save face and not admit that they were off, like, making out or whatever in the forest, because it seems like there's a major disconnect between what they're saying about their relationship versus what the footage is kind of implying slash reflecting. And, yeah, I don't think Colleen finds sleeping in the forest more comfortable. I think she finds sleeping in Greg's arms more comfortable. (laughs) I mean, she's probably not wrong. Yeah. I mean, 
And I, I do kind of agree with what he was saying of like, I can't sleep well when there's all these people around me doing all yeah. this weird, wacky stuff while I'm trying to sleep. Like, I don't know. They're Even, all moving, like, Yeah, I'm sure so some people together. snore, some yeah. people flail places. Some people probably like fart in their sleep. Like, it's probably not an enjoyable experience to no. sleep that close with that many people. I've been on plenty of group camping trips and it's, it's weird even when everyone's in their own sleeping bag, but to like be uh, right up next to them in a shelter you built, that's probably not comfortable. Like there's all kinds of moving pieces there. Yeah. I am so amazed that Richard wasn't the first medical evac after his interaction (laughs) with the snake. Oh my God. And he knew it was deadly too. He's saying it so casually in his interview. Yeah. And he's just chilling by the snake, whacking bugs off of his legs while the snake is, like, squirming around. Picking up the snake and (laughs) launching it into the ocean. Yeah. And then watching it come back and yell at him. With pretty, like, like, significant speed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... It wasn't just kind of, like, meandering back to, like... The snake had a mission. (laughs) Can you blame it? Richard is... (laughs) We say he's strategic, but is he? Because he could have ended not only the game, but his life. Right. And he knew. He was like, oh, yeah, this is very fatal. Six hours later and you'd be dead. It's like, yeah, okay, He was well. not confused about the potential consequences. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we get the challenge. So they had to select someone to go in a boat and paddle, and they had to select swimmers. And so Kelly, we found out, is a rower. So she was like, obviously, I'm doing this. And they were, the Pagong tribe was really worried about Jervis with the swimming aspect. And so they were like, well, Jervis should go in the boat. Mm -hmm. And it was cute. Like, Jeff talked to both Kelly and Jervis before the the challenge started and was like, why were you picked? And Kelly's like, well, I'm a rower. And Jervis was like. There was no other choice. (laughs) Right. There was no other choice. Um, And then Jervis was like, well, I like the spotlight. And we know I'm not the best in the water. And so Jeff was like, wow, two very different stories here. But there was no swimming involved. So, like, technically Jervis could have had his life jacket and, you know, flail around in the ocean. I wonder, though, with not being able to swim and knowing that, if it's almost a mental block for Jervis where just being in the water makes him panic. That's true. Well, he he talked about the buoyancy stuff, too. He's like, I don't believe it. If that's the case, then even being in a life jacket isn't going to make you be like... Okay. Yeah, that's true. But he killed it. He did do really well. And that's, we were kind of talking about this while we actually watched the episode that Mm. Kelly might be a great rower, but you're usually rowing in rivers, in lakes with like no current, still water. Yeah. And she just didn't have, I think, the strength to be able to navigate one, a huge clunky boat. It was nothing like a rowing boat. Yeah, no, Jervis had the head start from the beginning. Like, he pushed it out as far as he could before he even got in, and he had a lead over Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I think he has longer arms, so mm-hmm. he was able to probably get the oar in the water Right. Even deeper. though she might be a stronger rower with her history or her background, like, he has brute strength. And, and he... this is nothing like competitive. No, like... no, no. Um, well, and what you do you call were... that? Crew. Crew, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you were right, too, like, once you get to the first person, that tribe basically wins because then you have more people rowing and more force behind it too. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, I don't know if they got to pick the order they had the people in, but he got to Joel first. Right. 
That helped a lot. Like, you really think that Joel is going to... Joel and Jervis combined are going to row slower than Kelly? Like, just mathematically. <laughs> she had to have realized that, that, that there was, in fact, other options. Right. But I was so happy for him. Like, I... I want to like Kelly. I didn't like the cockiness of her being like, well, I'm a rower. Obviously, I'm doing this challenge. And, like, Jervis can't even swim. Obviously, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of that. It did bite her in the butt. And I do think that she accepted her own responsibility and hubris yeah. a lot more gracefully than other people have been known to. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. But it was very clear that she should not have been quite as high up on that horse. <laughs> right. Or just count the other team out altogether because of her background. Mm-hmm. It still cracks me up that the challenges are named. Mm-hmm. Like Jeff's like, today's challenge is called Shipwrecked. I'm like, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he also said for the idol rather than for immunity, which is this very small thing, but caught my attention. He's getting into a rhythm. He hasn't gotten there yet. He is. So some other smallish things that happened in this episode before we get to tribal... Um, one, I hate that Sean kept referring to his own poop as a bowel movement. Mm, that was... He said it like 17 times in his one... And he hadn't had one in two weeks. Poor yeah. guy. Which, when you think about it, I feel like makes sense because you're eating so little food, mm-hmm. your body's in just stress. Yeah. Well, it's going to retain everything. It doesn't want to get rid of and it. And every little thing you eat, yeah. there's no leftover. Right. Like... <laughs> right. Um, two... The unfortunate demise of Dirk's abs. I'm fine with it. He looks good regardless. Well, not according to <laughs> Sue. Yeah, but Sue doesn't like anyone. She kind of went a little far with her description of... Oh, yeah. What'd she say? A Nazi prisoner of war or something? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. The things that come out of her mouth, especially knowing what happens later in season eight with her and Richard, like, you'd think she wouldn't be offended as easily as she is, and yet... <laughs> And then another interesting thing, which does kind of lead into tribal, it seems like from comments they made that Sean was invited into the Kelly, Sue, and Richard alliance, and that he did not accept the invite, and Sue and Richard think he's a, like, dipshit for not joining, and because of that, now they seem to be implying that they'll be voting him out. That confused me a little bit, just because, like, we heard from Richard that he approached Rudy about it, and Rudy was like, no, that's stupid. But there was no big deal about Rudy not accepting. But then, I think it's, I don't think they like Sean and Dirk. Like, I think they're the bros that go off fishing, can't catch anything, go off looking in the woods, can't find anything. Like, they're just the bros, and Sue and Richard are not about it, and Kelly's gonna do what Sue and Richard wanna do. I think, well, I wonder if they, at that point, Richard and Sue and Kelly had already decided to vote Dirk, and that was a test to see if Sean would vote with them, with them and he wouldn't, and that they decided that that meant he wasn't interested in an alliance. Maybe. Or what, what the context of that was, because we don't really hear from Sean about it other than that he doesn't want to do right. voting that way. Well, I mean, the alliance worked out because that's really the only reason Dirk got, got a cluster of votes, because the votes were all over the place. It was Rudy there's six and of them. Sue. He got three. Yeah. So he didn't. Well, even we don't know. What, yeah. Get he didn't even get a majority. Right. Because then what? Rudy and Rudy Sue and yeah yeah. And we don't know what the the last one was. Mm-hmm. Well, we could have I guess if we had watched them. Mm. I wasn't paying attention. I don't care. But either way, 
once you have two other people on the table, he right. only needed three. Right. That's not even a majority. No. Crazy. So um, it looks like alliances are the way to do it. And Jeff cavalierly mentioned alliances, yeah. and people still didn't really glean onto that. No. Well, and Richard, I think, tried to cover it up a little bit, too, because he was like, oh, the alliances you're referring to, you mean when I hang out with Rudy, or when, like, Sue's with Kelly, or when Dirk is with, um... Sean. Sean, like... He did deflect it super well. Yeah. Because he didn't bring attention to him, Sue, and Kelly, obviously. He paired himself with Rudy. But the thing is... Even if he had straight up said, Sue, Kelly, and I vote together, I don't know that the rest of them would have had the... Brain capacity to put that together. Exactly. And yeah. then to say, oh, we should all be voting together. Now it doesn't matter because it's only Sean and Rudy on the outs. Right. But there's there's so many things where I think, how are you not picking up on this? And right. Richard is also the only one that consistently refers to it as a game. Mm-hmm. Other than, I guess, Dirk's comments this episode of he'll leave as soon as he's not having fun. Right. But the point of the game, this game, is to win a million dollars not to have fun. So I guess you could have a... Yeah. Well, he yeah, he keeps saying, like, I'm just out here to have fun. It's like, okay, well, that's not what this is. And, yeah, his whole... While he's in the hammock, like, I came out here to, like, deepen my faith. And, right. I mean... N- I, of all people, do not have an issue with that, but go to a Bible retreat. Like, don't go on Survivor right. if that's your whole goal. Right. Or not your whole, your primary goal. Yeah. So, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess it depends on what side. Who, who are you voting out in this episode? It's hard. So, with how much I know about the game, I probably would have voted out Kelly. Because I, it would either have been between Kelly or Sue for me. I like Dirk. I like Sean. Not gonna vote for them. Richard. I just respect the alliance. Like he's playing the game, so I respect that. Yes, he's annoying, but <laughs> like he's not to the point of Sue annoying. So I find Sue very obnoxious, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Kelly bugged me this episode, as I've mentioned. So. From this episode, it would have been Kelly or Sue, and I probably would have done Kelly. I think I'm voting Sue. Or Dirk. Okay. I think, given... You really did give up on his abs. (laughs) I think, well, okay, here's my two thought processes for that. So for Dirk, I think if I were on this tribe, Mm -hmm. obviously we don't have... They don't have the same information we have now about Survivor. But Mm -hmm. my ideal alliance would be the younger people. So Sean, Dirk, and Kelly. Yes. In which case, I would obviously not be voting Dirk and I'd vote Sue. Right. For similar reasons that Dirk voted Sue, which is that she's negative and kind of abrasive, mm-hmm. obnoxious. I don't think she's as valuable as she thinks she is, maybe. She really isn't that helpful. No. And like... She is strong for challenges. Like, we I don't that. see everything. Yeah. She did okay with the javelin. Yeah. All right. She might help her on camp. Mm-hmm. She probably cooks. Maybe. But I don't know. She's not the... Fish catcher, though, so. Yeah, so. She gets tapioca. In that ideal scenario, I'm voting Sue. Yes. If we're sitting there and I'm just looking at it as a free-for-all, I might vote Dirk because he doesn't seem to do a lot, and I'm sure whether or not I like him as a person, you pick up on that. Mm -hmm. He's one of the bigger guys, and he's skinny Mm -hmm. now, and people can visibly tell he's losing weight, which means you'd probably feel guilty and you'd probably want to give him more food. Mm. My guess would be Sue's eating less than Dirk. And if Sue's not eating less than Dirk, 
then <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Like I just I feel like because of his like his strength is visibly Dwindling. diminishing. Yeah. Yes. And obviously from a long game perspective, I want Dirk out before the merge. Right. Or, well, well at sense. the merge. Yeah. I guess. Well, that makes sense. Even though I do feel like Dirk and I would probably get along. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to be a Greg. super obnoxious person. Yeah, I don't even... Greg seems irritating <laughs> to me. I don't know that I would hate him. But long term, it's just hanging hate. out with Greg day in and day out, I don't think we'd survive. Yeah, like I think he has a kind soul, a good heart. Yeah. He just has weird personality quirks that I would not jive with. Yeah. Especially... I already don't have a lot of patience for people like that, but especially no food. Right. Minimum sleep. Island. No breaks from that person. Right. That could be a bit much. Um, but given all that, I'm probably voting Sue. Okay. You're voting Kelly. I'm voting Kelly. Interesting. We're getting rid of Richard's Alliance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, like, strategically, I'm voting Richard. Yeah. But... I like him as a bigger threat for right now, and I think I can beat him in individual challenges later. He also strikes me as the only person, really, who's playing a character within the game. Like, I feel like who he represents himself as to his tribe mates is very different than how he is on his interviews. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's a reason for that, which is that he hates everybody there, (laughs) but he knows that he has to work with them to win. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's smart. But you also wouldn't know that he's doing that if you're one of the people that he's acting chill with. So there's that. Do you have a favorite little quote from this episode? Yeah, mine is actually from Richard Hatch, the man himself. He says, it usually takes a couple of people to do things. Mm. (laughs) It's just the stupidest thing ever. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I also pulled mine from Richard Hatch with, um, I hope he goes for a swim. I might help him. Proceeds to yank snake from tree onto beach and then yeet him into the ocean. He said, I just want to watch that swim. Well, it's the little things. (laughs) All right. Shall we do our birthdays for this week? Yeah. Okay. So on February 30th, it was January 30th. January 30th. (laughs) It's Kim Spraldon Wolf's birthday from season 24 and season 40. Oh, you're lady. I love Kim. Uh, oh, no. We have Eric Hoffman from season 15. Fun. <laughs> On, sorry, January 31st. Perfect. And then February 1st was the premiere of season 8 All-Stars. Um, it's also Candace Smith's birthday from season 18 and Leif Manson's birthday from season 24. On February 2nd, we have the season 12 premiere of Panama, also known as Exile Island, but no birthdays. Um, on February 3rd, we have Stephanie Valencia's birthday from season 22, Neil Gottlieb's birthday from season 32, and Desiree Afuyi from season 36. We have no birthdays on February 4th. And on February 5th, we have Dan Foley from season 30. Okay, I think we're wrapped up on this episode. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grubs. 
Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram at BackupForGrabs, Twitter at BackupForGrabs underscore. Or you can email us at BackupForGrabsPod at gmail.com. Bye!